Welcome everybody to the Stillwaters Podcast. I'm Brumden. This is TJ. That's Sukmeet. Let's get into it. <laughs> Alright, so this week we'll be copying a wide variety of topics. Um, so music, of course. We talk about Kendrick Lamar leaving TDE and our tracks of the week. Uh, TV and movies with Suicide Squad and uh, whether or not it's a good movie, how it did in the box office. What we're thinking about it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, some sports we'll be talking about PJ Washington. And the whole uh, situation, situation, yeah, <laughs> situation ship. <laughs> and so the first time on this podcast, we'll be covering uh, news. World news. Um, oh. I don't know how much we'll be doing this in general, but we feel like we should talk about the Afghan situation. Just what's going on? Yeah. yeah. Let's start with the Afghanistan situation, right? Yeah. The U.S. has officially left Afghanistan. They just got up and left. Um, it's been twenty years, yeah. right? I, I'm pretty sure during the Bush era is when they, uh, they started, the started war. right? But uh, yeah, so it's been around twenty years, give or take. Yeah, twenty, yeah. <laughs> give or take twenty. It has at least ha- been going on for one well, year. They've been involved in Afghanistan for at least twenty years. Like yeah. they've been involved. Well, since like the actively, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, not passively. Like either, either like have troops on the ground or having advisors or providing sports or not sports, uh, weapons and uh, support. They've been in their in, in some capacity for twenty years or more, mm-hmm. yeah. um, and so if you don't know, if you've been under Iraq, um, <laughs> Iraq or Iraq, if you, uh, so the U.S. is pulling out, and um, Afghanistan is taking over like ninety five percent of the country. I think there's only one. And province the pullout game with we. Oh, there's yeah. only one province that's still under. Uh, the Northern Alliance. Yeah, but uh, those I people are going to keep fighting back. Yeah, under. yeah. The rest is under the. The Taliban. Yeah, and, and they, I, I just, I, right off the bat, what I want to say though is that like their ideology, yeah. I, I don't agree with it at yeah, all. Right? Right? You know what I'm saying? Stance, TJ. Right? Yeah. Are you, you sure you want to come out on this limb? And I just, no, I just want to put it on record that I do not agree with this. The, the hell you're gonna die on? <laughs> yeah, this is that I don't agree with the Taliban at all. I think we agree with you yeah. too. Though. <laughs> Very brave statement. <laughs> <laughs> no, but yeah, continuing on. Um, there's a lot of. Like talk now, because U.S. has left there, so now then the process of leaving, I think. Yeah. So what do you think it's about like August thirtieth is the deadline or something like that, or like yeah. September as soon. It started. It started with, troops, yeah, it started with yeah. Trump though, and now and yeah. like Biden or yeah, Biden is uh pulling them out like yeah. completely. Well, like, yeah, right. The but deal. Go ahead. Biden's excuse for pulling them out is just like we spent trillions of dollars in Afghanistan. It is true, and we did all this training, and they just fell to their. Uh, vices. Well, they didn't. Okay, uh, just a real, 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 real quick recap of the situation. Uh, Trump started the pullout deal. It, yeah. it was under Trump administration. Um, apparently, the like the Taliban and the regional Afghan government were really yeah. close to a settlement. Mm-hmm. And uh, when Trump said we're pulling out, the Taliban stopped negotiating. Yeah. They're just waiting for them to leave to take over. And like, like Biden. Just, uh, it, but it comes from the Obama era too. Obama's whole election thing was like we're gonna pull our troops out, but yeah, they, never, never, did they never did because they knew the area was just like oh, super volatile, so it wasn't the right moment. Trump continued to push through. Yeah. Biden continued to push through. But I think the reason is it's, there's not profitability to the industrial uh, military industrial complex anymore. Well, yeah. there's also I think uh, the public appetite for war, for war, especially in the Middle East, is just like is done. And like we've seen, like public uh, approval of a war can really shift how it's gonna go. Like they've been in Vietnam for like fourteen years, and they only pulled out after the public was like, "Are we done with this shit?" Yeah. Yeah. And so it's a similar situation. It's not as intense, of course. Like yeah. during the '60s, there were all these protests and stuff, but um, 
It is like a Saigon part two if you're familiar with Vietnam more than how yeah. they pulled out. But even with Vietnam, it took North Vietnamese two years to take over. This is like in a couple of weeks. Okay. okay, yeah. But what I was gonna say though is uh, on your point of uh, uh, how they're the people are the ones who are dictating when the like people are when sorry the, the army US is pulling, is pulling out, out yeah. right. There was a whole debate. Do you think that they should be going or they should be continuing to stay there? Uh, no, I think it's time to pull out. Um, I think they should have been there in the first place. I honestly believe like no hegemony needs to be controlling other nations' politics and how they politics. So there's this well, one. Yeah. There's this one thing on Twitter, or uh, I don't know if it's Twitter or uh, Reddit or something like yeah. that. But basically, what it was is if if somebody wants to say that we should do this war we should do participate in war they need to put here's, their name into consideration for the army but right? here's the irony of things like let's create war and kill people for peace i think that's the great irony of things right like it's like <laughs> peacemakers the, yeah, yeah exactly, exactly. <laughs> i will stop at no link i don't care how many women and children i need to care <laughs> but but the point <laughs> <laughs> but, but what the point is like it, it is it's an ironic fact like yeah um why why are we like oh we need to be peacekeepers and whatnot but why is our peacekeeping based on the fact of like let's go kill and murder and rape and, and pillage everything in front of us yeah it's, it's yeah peacekeeping is just a facade I that's think it, it's, that's it's more like oh Lockheed martin needs to make their millions here, yeah right that's, their private militia provides a lot of jobs right <laughs> yeah but, yeah, it's, but it's, it's the whole the, i see that you're saying like the hypocrisy of the yeah. situation it's very paradoxical right yeah. and uh, i it, i think that that statement of oh we want to keep the peace was just a veil oh, yeah, right? it's it's that's not the reason that they were there yeah right it's just what they're saying to justify the reason that they're there yeah you know what i'm saying yeah i don't know they came in there to kill terrorists you be, what is what is by definition a terrorist right like the war on terror is such a weird war because it's not really a war right like, who's the enemy the, here's the, the thing here's the thing with terrorism the definition of terrorism or some sorry who's defined as a terrorist is based on the perspective of the leader yeah right so it's such a vague one, war so yeah. you can literally put any, you can put literally anyone in the picture of a terrorist frame it's, right like, yeah so wait, you terrify me you're a terrorist right? second, like, <laughs> do something about it. Like, but, like it, it is like you're right it is a big war they yeah. came in there with like not clear goal points yeah. and they've been there for so long the goals kept changing it's a quagmire at this point and Biden was talking about like giggity. That's the actual term. That's the actual term. But Biden was like, there was never a good time to leave. Maybe they could have handled the situation. But oh no, there was a good time to leave, and that was right before they went in. <laughs> like <laughs> there was a good time to like. Oh, it's the proxy war they fought with Russia. Yeah. There is. Yeah, it did start under the U.S. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it, it, the whole issue is that whole proxy war has led to this situation. If like if we didn't live in like a hegemon type society where like this global hegemon is just trying to control everything, there's always been hegemons though. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. But but it's also like, like I, I feel know. from there's a very real like in foreign policy, there's a realistic perspective. It's like let countries do what they want to do. As long as it's a democracy. <laughs> no, that's, that's, US, that's, US. that's their thinking. That is right. their thinking. Yeah. Like but but is this like the whole realistic perspective is like every country is always going to be at war with each other because they want to protect their borders and their people. I mean, this is historically all, the most peaceful time in human history. Yeah. but from I don't know, man. It's like, 
It's complicated. It's it's a weird way to think Just, about yeah. it. Yeah. But you also got to think of other things like in Afghanistan, like the opium trade there. Like mm-hmm. They're the biggest opium producers in the world, right? They make billions a year. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's a business opportunity if you think that much. Yeah. <laughs> 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 here's the thing. Who controls the opium there? It's the Taliban that controls yeah. the opium yeah. there, right? So it's just like there's this huge source of revenue for them. And of course you would see the rise of the Taliban. Yeah. yeah. Right? Now, um, so here's what I was going to say is now the U.S. is pulling out, right? Mm-hmm. And we're starting to see... As you were saying, like yeah. China is now trying to China, creep their way. Russia. Yeah. Creep their everyone's going to try to have right? their influence on them. Right? Yeah, every, like, it's, I think everyone's going to have their own separate it, pieces. It's them. also like, look at uh, US and Pakistan relationships, right? Like, um, US was like super about Pakistan because they wanted to keep an eye on Afghanistan. So they were like, buddy, buddy. But then yeah. when Pakistan stopped pr- serving a purpose for well, them, also, they quickly started creating alliances with India. They did the nuclear deal with India and all that stuff, right? Well, Pakistan's also been a very shady ally. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah, because they they, they supported mean, Taliban in the beginning because they had their own like try to have influence in Afghanistan. Uh, let's not get into all of that. Yeah, province. Yeah, bro. If we keep going on this topic, I'm gonna be like, yeah, it's really Napoleon's fault for increasing. <laughs> it's always Napoleon's fault. Uh, everything like go back to Caesar and not taking over. But like, yeah. um, just to wrap it up. Uh, final thoughts with the U.S. pulling out. They're gonna be. Do you think they're gonna be more isolationist in general? Like I think they're done in the Middle East for sure. I don't think they're gonna be isolated. I'm gonna see other countries like China. Taking I think over, yeah. yeah, China is gonna, gonna power it, now. But like it's like the way the U.S. works is they're in the foreground, right? And if that starts to one one country that's so big controlling everything, yeah, I feel like we we we're going back to a bipolarity. But mm-hmm. I also feel like over time, U.S. is like this is with his neighbors. So they're down in the Middle East. I, um, it's so a, we need the U.S. too. It's, yeah, it's it's a it's a tricky situation. I, I honestly don't. A, I honestly don't agree with that. We need the U.S. I think. Yo, okay. It's, as it's much as I don't so, like what they do, it's better than China. Yeah, I was and, gonna say. It's, and it's, the thing is, like, if like we're talking about, they shouldn't do all this stuff. But you're competing against China, who's willing to do anything. So yeah. it's like, like you're yeah, against. But it's a, but, it's a better of two evils. It is. Yeah, yeah. but so is, 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 I, I don't agree with that whole philosophy. But that's like, also because our point of view. We need to. We need no, to be I was gonna say it's all because our point of view is like that right now because yeah. we we've grown to learn that right. Yeah. So yeah. we don't know and like we can't really tell right. We but need to, hopefully yeah. what we want to see in the future is just a lot more peace and hopefully we we well, what know. we want to basically be going into is we want to be um, dismantling these hegemonic structures. Right, like yeah, it's not gonna happen. But yeah, like, we in an ideal world. Yeah, I was gonna say it. it it's uh, it's all in the air, but like we can't really tell yeah. nothing like that. So, um, one final thought just came to me right now. We like for our whole lives, uh, the U.S. has been in Afghanistan. It's been twenty years. This is like yeah. this is all this is all we know. It. So, yeah. how do you feel like? They're leaving it, and it's not really like it's oh, a sad, uh, sad day for you. No, it's also like this has been going on for so long. This has been part of a lot, our whole lives. Yeah. And now they're leaving, it and I'm just like, oh, whatever. Like, the yeah. Been... Okay, so you're saying that you don't care? But no, 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 I'm, I'm saying it's like it's, it's so weird that this has always been there, and then that's now they're what... leaving, and there's like an appetite to it, or uh, apet- uh, what's the word? Apathy. Apathy towards it. Like no one yeah. really. But but that's yeah, the, because... that's that's where you started with it. Yeah. It's like the yeah. attitude towards war is not there for the public. Yeah. Right? You. You started with that point, yeah. so like, <laughs> yeah, that's a good point, bro. We get that. Yeah, we'll be here all day if you start talking about world politics. Yeah, but it's too big of a topic to even 
start. Yeah, maybe yeah, we shouldn't we have should. a new song. <laughs> Rap. This is the first and only new segment we're doing. Ever. Unless Bongas the Taliban does something crazy tomorrow. <laughs> nah, but yeah, I think we should I think we should start to shift gears. Um <laughs> let's start talking about um sports. And in sports, I think we're gonna be talking about right now the PJ Washington yeah. situation. Off the court sports. Off the court sports. So this is the PJ Washington situation. You don't know the context behind it. Uh, so basically, yeah. what happened is PJ Washington, at the age of 18, got into like a relationship with Brittany Renner. And you know, Brittany Renner is a... Uh, a in- famous uh, street activist. Street <laughs> activist? Uh, <laughs> a famous figure in the streets. Street <laughs> She, she is she is Instagram Insta, she's Instagram model street Instagram model turned street finesser I guess that's the that's the sweet way of putting it right street activist she's definitely not an activist she's she's more of like a finesser and she's on been on social media saying these type of things uh. I don't yeah, remember said, exactly. What did she say? She's like verbatim, exactly? or like, I don't know, more or less, she said, uh, like, if you want to come up, uh, hook up with a uh, athlete because they're not dumb. Yeah. And uh, I mean, she's not wrong. <laughs> she proved it right now. She spoke it into existence. She had a theory, she, and she proved a theory. Right? Yeah, yeah. It was a hypothesis, and then she went into the science. A small sample size. <laughs> she's, she's, she's not a street activist, she's a street she's scientist. <laughs> But yeah, so basically she went in going, oh, uh, like athletes are the best people to make money off of because you can make money and they're too stupid to realize that you're finessing them, right? And that's exactly what she did to PJ Washington. And I feel bad for him because he was only 18 when he started this relationship with her Mm. and it went on for about four years, right? Yeah. And she ended up having a child with him and then just like separating. Yeah, like, I didn't know they've been together since he was 18, but the whole thing just reeks of manipulation, especially, like, you've been with him for for four years, Mm -hmm. and then two months after you have a child, it's time to cut. It's like, you've been planning this. Yeah, you know what? It's, the thing is, she she did win till he was 18, but she's also, like, five, six years older than him, right? So, it's like another form of, (laughs) it's another form of grooming, you know what I'm saying? But no one's saying that. No, that's pretty old for a street. But I feel like... <laughs> the reason no one's saying that because it's a double standard right? yeah, between yeah. men and women, mm-hmm. right? But what I was gonna say is the whole situation with the child. I think that's the the wildest part is that now that she had the child, they split mm-hmm. up, and she's asking for two hundred thousand a month dollars a month. Bro, those Versace fucking diapers are expensive. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. I need two hundred k from my son. We got Versace pillows though. Oh, yeah. No, but you know what I'm saying, right? <laughs> you know Vers- what I'm saying. Versace sponsors. <laughs> <laughs> but here's the thing. Here's the thing. $200,000 a month yeah. for a baby Sounds is reasonable just... still. <laughs> so, well, it's also like based on like standard of living. Standard of living. Yeah, yeah so that's what it is. That's what it is. It's the whole standard lifestyle. of living, but I don't, I don't agree with that. What I think is like, if you want to care about the child and you want to provide the best life for the child, if you're saying that the mother is not able to provide that best life, why not PJ Washington? He's also actively saying that he, he wants, wants to see his, see his son, child. Yeah, right? So why doesn't he ask so for the, um, uh, what is it called? Custody. 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 The That's thing the is, word. the courts are, 
uh, in like just and how they're set up is usually more favorable for the female. Exactly. Right. Um, maternal. Yeah, that's what it is. But this like, is like this is a lesson to everyone. Sign a prenup. Well, Sign a prenup. Find <laughs> out. Find out. First of all, figure out who you're. Who you're you dealing with. with? Who are you dealing with? Yeah. Like if, if PJ Washington did a little bit, I feel bad for him. I what? really do. But I if he did a little bit of research and he saw, oh, this is. To be honest, in relationships, do you go like, let me research you for like two weeks before? Bro, like, no, but the thing bro, is, the no, thing no, is, no, like, you, I, I, I'm not surprised. Are you surprised you did this? No, exactly. It's not like, surprising, but it's exactly. just like know who you're. If you do. if you yeah. did just a little bit, bro, he didn't need to do that he, much. He, he just needed to hear he that one quote. and cover letter to He just needed that one quote. That one quote where she said, "If you want to make a come up, just hook up with a athlete because they're stupid." And then you're an athlete, and you decide to be stupid. I mean, he's 18, though. Right, yeah, but... He's in love. Yeah, that's... Yeah. <laughs> I feel bad for him because of that, because it was four years, and four years, you, he yeah. probably thought, you know what? Legit. You know, he changed her, like, like you know, make, like, what is that one line? Make a, a, a wife out of a... Can't make a wife out of a whore? Yeah, something like that, <laughs> something right? Like that. Yeah, that, but, like, he probably thought, like, oh, like, I'm, like, I changed her, right? Yeah. <laughs> Maybe that's yeah. what he thought. I don't know what he was thinking. Can I Yeah, so, go ahead. I don't give a shit. I don't either, bro. But I just, it's I not, just feel bad for him. I feel bad. Because I feel bad, like, but I don't care. I don't, I don't care know. enough to like. But I just need to talk about it for content. <laughs> <laughs> nah, but yeah, I, I just, I just yeah. felt really bad for him. But I think like he walked himself into it, right? Mm-hmm. So I mean, yeah, there's not yeah, much to really It's say also like you see the whole prenup thing, like. It, Relationships evolve over time, and prenups also don't work sometimes. Like we seen with Doctor Great, prenups are not they don't always work either. It's, so it's yeah. really like it's not an ironclad that's like. Anyway, PJ Washington. Like up. <laughs> just figure out who you're dealing just with. Every year, just write a new prenup. <laughs> no, every year, just like uh, revise resume, call yeah. cover letter, please. Yeah, yeah. yeah. but you know that's, that's basically it, the yeah. whole situation, and uh, it, it's a fucked up situation to be in, and like whatever. Um, sucks to be you. I mean, he's making like millions, which one k How much is that a year? Two hundred k, like one point two. One point two mil. Yeah, one point two mil. But yeah, but you know, it's just, a, it's it's just a, a, yeah. it's you, you better get MVP next year and then boost your contract up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But yeah, also, but also like, um, he needs to lawyer up. That's that's yeah. what it, that's what it is. Lawyer up, appeal this. Do you know somebody for him? Yeah, he knew the hire. You recommend somebody? Yeah. yeah but I, the main takeaway from this is. Just don't get in a relationship. Figure out who you're doing. Money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There's two, two, two spectrums to this. Yeah. Figure or, out who you're dealing with. That's yeah, what it yeah. is. But yeah, yeah. I, don't I guess, get the court involved. Marriage is a sham. Uh, that's <laughs> what, <laughs> let's move on. Oh uh, yeah, let's wrap that up. Yeah. I think we should. Uh, that's what start- you should have done. Let's move on now to movies. Uh. Yeah. Spoiler warning, first of all, is we're going to be talking about Suicide Squad right now. Just a couple of different uh, things that you know, we thought. <laughs> <laughs> so, again, spoiler warnings because we're going to be talking about the movie and uh, we might go into extreme detail. But we're going to... What we remember. Yeah, we're going to try to like stay on the surface of it though, right? So, what do you want to start off? What, what's the start of this uh, movie for you? Um, nom nom. <laughs> That's all I'm going to be saying. <laughs> all right, it was a decent film. Uh... Is one of the better DC films. Mm-hmm. It might just have been like we watched it with like a couple of like a group of friends. Yeah. So it might just have been the environment. Uh, it made it better, right? 
I don't I see, or worse, I see, or worse. Or worse. Well, I don't <laughs> I know. I just didn't, like it was kind of forgettable for me. Like uh, it didn't really hold my. T- it could have been just like there's more interesting stuff going on at the time. Wait, wait. There's Dio running around. <laughs> <laughs> nah, but okay. So what I was gonna say though is I think you're right. It is one of the better DCEU movies, yeah. right? So the the DC extended universe, the one that we're dealing with right now. It's one of the better movies, but the reason I think it's a it's one of the better movies is because it's more of a standalone film. It doesn't yeah. have again, there are characters from the first Suicide Squad that are returning. But they died there's, right away. Right, but like there's not much to you, do. Oh yeah, we just we, yeah. <laughs> we, we we don't really deal with the whole extended yeah. universe that much. It's more of a standalone film if you think about it. Like and if you we, haven't seen the first Suicide Squad, you can still enjoy this. I you can still you 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 Skip over the fact that, like, you know, oh, like, this is the whole reason that the Suicide Squad is there. Yeah. But, like, you pick it up really quickly by the way that they're talking and stuff yeah. like that. So, you don't really need it for context, but, like, it's better to have that context. But regardless, I think DC is just better at the standalone films because if you think about some of their better movies, right? Shazam was one of their better movies, yeah. right? But Shazam had nothing to do with the rest of the DCEU. Well, also with like standalone films like this, you could like have uh, directors like James Gunn just go wild, and I think they have uh, Tiki. What's Tyka, like, uh, yeah, what, he was directing a Nexon or something like that. No, he was he had a role in this movie, oh, right? He was Ratcatcher One. Yeah, he was Ratcatcher One. <laughs> oh, <okay. laughs> oh yeah, 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 he was yeah. Ratcatcher One. But yeah, yeah he, he, it was, there was a whole scene yeah, where yeah, yeah. But I think, I think on your point, you talk about Taliban. I don't think there's any safer work for it anymore. <laughs> if this means heroin, <laughs> yeah. But what I was gonna say is, uh, like, uh, it's a good point that you brought up James Gunn. I think this, to me, this movie just showed me that James Gunn is a really good director, yeah. right? He's a very funny director and very like, yeah, funny film, good use of gore, good action in this movie. It's like it's mindless fun. It's movie. it's really mindless fun, yeah. but it, it, that's what I'm saying. It's a good standalone yeah. film because if you don't want to like think about a lot of stuff and you just want to go in and have a good time, yeah. it's a good movie. But James Gunn, he had a lot of really good things points in this movie. Like first yeah. of all, the comedy in this movie is really good. It, it was Guardians of the Galaxy esque, right? Esque, right? Yeah. So it was like Around it, that, thing. It was, it was except great. this was yeah. a was it R rated? Yeah, it was R rated. This is an yeah, R rated. That was PG thirteen. Some guy got ripped in half, and they showed the blood. And you're like, is this R rated? <laughs> I, like, I wonder. Nah, but you know what I'm saying. Like, like this was an R rated version of Guardians of the Galaxy, in my opinion, right? Yeah. And that did have a lot of the returning. Sorry, not a lot of characters from Guardians of the Galaxy, although they had smaller roles. In yeah. This oh, movie. same same actors. Yeah, yeah same yeah, same. Yeah. yeah, the like um the character. Sorry, the actor who plays Yondu. Yeah. Uh, Mantis, they had uh, Sean Gunn in it, right? He played two roles, right? Yeah. One was just a heckling uh, prisoner. Oh, and, and then <laughs> one was a uh, weasel, right? Which is... <laughs> weasel was a yeah, good I was going to say John Cena was a, uh, stole the show for the weasel. Weasel <laughs> show. No, no, no. no. King, <laughs> King Shark, bro. King Shark was not better no. character. Not but not yeah, not. what I was going to say, though, is um, th- not only the comedy was good and like all that stuff, but there was a lot of good cinematography in this. Yeah. So there's that one scene between uh, uh, Peacekeeper? Peacemaker. Peacemaker and uh, uh, Flag. Peacemaker. <laughs> Flag and uh, uh, Peacemaker. Peace, 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 peacemaker. Peacemaker. Peacekeeper? Peace, yeah. Whatever, John, John Cena. John Cena. <laughs> the, the one you one can't scene, see. Yeah, so the, the scene between them was they were fighting each other. Yeah. 
but the camera was looking at them through the helmet. Oh right? yeah, yeah. It was a really good cinematic piece, yeah, right? Yeah. I thought it was a really interesting yeah. way of showcasing that fight scene and that little thing. And then also, like Harley Quinn had that scene with uh, the whole mock um, Luna. Yeah, that that stuff. Right? Oh, where like all the flowers and all that stuff. Yeah, that, that was that, a really good scene. So that whole like you know from the moment the that she saw Luna yeah. all the way to when she escaped, that whole. It was like four or five different styles that he put in. Yeah. But it was all like really interesting different ways of filming, right? And I think it was just like... I, I had one issue with the movie. It's just like, I get we're all saying like DC does great standalone movies, but it's like they have all this proprietorship over these characters, mm-hmm. right? Like something's got to mesh, right? Like they don't we, 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 we've, we've gotten so much from Marvel. Like this, this movie and Shazam is the first like DC movie that really felt like they're not embarrassed to be comic book movies. Like yeah. you see in this one, yeah. he, ha- he has like those uh, subtitles and they're like kind of... Yeah, comic sets book up, titles, like, yeah, right? Yeah. Like it, it kind of divides up the movie into different comic book issues. Yeah. And Marvel's never really been ashamed of their comic books, but it, like all the Zack Snyder's and everything that came before... It's like I just think no, Zack Snyder's a terrible so, director. I don't like him either. Yeah. Zach, like, Zach about the good yeah. ones. So I was gonna say is when you think about like the um, uh, they're really DC, embracing the comic so, bookness. So, yeah, what but, I was gonna say is from the DC, so Zack Snyder doesn't like comic book movies, but from DC, if you look at it, the original Justice League, uh, Justice like yeah. Joss, Justice Justice League, <laughs> Justice, you know, Joss Whedon is the one who uh, Justice League came in and finished directing it. It started with a yeah. Snyder, Snyder, right? Yeah. But then uh, Whedon, so it was a mess. That was even why does Superman go back to Krypton? We no, we could we could blame it on the the change of directors, right? <laughs> but but in, in reality, reality it was ass, right? No, like, but what I was gonna say is, yo, I'm not watching you, that shit's like four hours long, bro. What I was gonna say is, if you look at it from the thing, yeah. it's more of the the Warner Brothers who didn't yeah. know what they were doing. But yeah. they were just putting out these films because they saw a market for it's, it's, superhero they, Yeah, they saw a market and they, and they just want to exploit it, 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 right? They just wanted the money. They want to catch up. They want their own cinematic. Wait, here's the thing: is this like also look at look at Warner Brothers? You need to build it. Look at Warner Brothers hiring practices. Um, they literally hired a guy to direct movies that does not believe in superheroes. Zack Snyder openly yeah. says, "Like I don't I believe know. there's such things as superheroes in the world." Then why the fuck are you they doing like Superman? Yo, the thing with like Marvel, there's real fans behind the work, and you go, it shows that yeah. they really like, love what they're doing. Kevin Feige is their main like producer. Yeah, the guy's right? a fucking nerd, bro. He, yo, bro. <laughs> Back in the He's day, back in the day, he used to he wasn't a producer of Marvel Studios before. But yeah. Back in the day, he used to work with a Fox, right, and on the the, the X Men movies, movies yeah. right. And he would bring in comic Comics. books and give them to uh, Hugh Jackman, like yo, read this, this. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. take inspiration of Wolverine from this and stuff like that, right? Like he say Butmore. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like they had that whole thing. <laughs> Watch the animated series. I need you to toss a guy like that. <laughs> no, but you know what I'm saying. And then with Warner Brothers. They didn't care, right? Yeah. They didn't. They didn't even know that Krypton, the planet, was destroyed. destroyed. Like, yo, let's right? go. You know, produce, go back. How, how do the producers not know that after <laughs> watching the movie, which showcases Krypton getting destroyed? But, 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 we but need that's a spin-off. Point, where he that's has the point. Is this like executives are making bad hiring decisions for movies? Like Zack Snyder is not cut out to make a superhero movie. Yeah. As much as people like the Zack Snyder cut, it was, it was still a clusterfuck. So here's the thing: it was better than. Uh, Joss, Joss Whedon. That's the reason that it's so much like there's, there's so much hype around it. it is because it was way better than yeah. and that goes to show the you that is, if you if you let the director uh, fulfill their vision, 
versus if the studio decides to take control, right? Yeah. So the studio taking control of the original Justice League showed us how shit the movie was, right? But yeah. when Zack Snyder had it, it was better, right? It was better. I'm not saying I'm not saying it was the best film, right? The thing it was is, better than what it's we not got. it's not exactly. hard to get be better than trash. The first <laughs> one was trash, and then you're just one degree better. Then everyone's like, "Oh shit, it's sick, bro!" If you have a four hour film and you're just decent, what's the point of watching the film? Fucking, I'll watch uh, uh, Lord of the Rings extended cut. All day, bro, because that, that's a that's a classic. That's a banger. That's, but like, that was like 17 hours out of the first movie. Also watch it. But no, this but yeah. is just like, you do better than trash and everyone's a part yeah. of you now. Yeah, so here's the thing. Here's the thing with uh, the way that the DC universe is. I'm, I'm saying they have no universe building. And I was going to bring that back to uh, the way that James Gunn directed this. It was a really good standalone yeah. film, but also... We saw how he was able to incorporate stuff that they've done before, but do it right. You know what I'm saying? So in the Birds of Prey, we saw that whole flashback thing that we saw in uh, Suicide Squad, where it was like in the Suicide Squad, we saw like the eight minutes Mm. earlier and the three days before that type of stuff. Right. And they tried to do that in the Birds of Prey, but it just didn't work. Right. It, It was really right it was really shoddily done it wasn't well done right but they were able to figure it out right and i think that's what really um showed how good they were at doing that right regardless regardless of like uh whatever it was still a box office blunder yeah i don't know i want to blame that on the film the first week it did good and then Mm -hmm. it dropped off but that's not new that could be covid yeah same thing happened to black widow but um, like that's what i'm saying it's it's all about the way that they're trying to structure the new release uh format right with the whole now there's a lot of streaming platforms and now there's uh this uh sorry movie theaters are like half closed you yeah can't, you can't have like people a, sitting yeah. next to each other yeah. right it's, it's, it's showing that the movie industry is recovering it still has like a bit to go to get back before normal yeah. but this is still a lot better than yeah. uh uh was a tenant oh, oh yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. just flopping but yeah. that was also like mid like mid, between, uh, between two different lockdowns yeah I, I, the only reason to bring up tenant was because like the whole film industry was really hoping that one would do good because yeah, they're using and it fix as a everything, right? Yeah, it was that would basically a litmus test for the film industry and if it did bad. But um, mm-hmm. just final thoughts uh, with DC like having standalone films, do you think they can still work uh, like well, a cinematic well, universe out of this? Next year is going to be different. Well, DC's also doing like, the Batman reboot and their Batman's done. For they're doing like they're doing I was going to say that, too. but they they apparently they're doing a Superman movie, but they re-signed Henry Cavill. Did they? Apparently, so I don't know. Like I swear the news is very weird because apparently he resigned, but like a year ago, I remember hearing like, he, he doesn't want to yeah. play Superman anymore. But apparently, they signed him for um, I heard rumors. multiple appearances. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Multiple I, heard, appearances. I heard rumors that there's gonna be like a spinoff. Uh, like there's this, uh, I forget his like the character's name, but there's like a black Superman in a spinoff world, and apparently they're gonna do like a spinoff movie. There's like multiple Superman movies in the works right yeah, now. Yeah, so there's Supergirl. I remember they were talking about Supergirl. Yeah. Right? And then uh, uh, there was this one. I think it's a show about um, the... The, the No, so <laughs> the, the... You know the Superdog? Oh, right? Crypto? Crypto, yeah. yes. Crypto. Crypto so, coin? <laughs> yeah, the apparently, currency? Apparently, apparently they're, they're thinking of making a show about that, right? Okay. So no, there's all that, right? Uh, yeah. Again... I feel like next year is going to be like what we'll see... DC 
what they want to progress. It, it seems yeah, like they're, gonna, a, they're doing a hard reset. Yeah. Well, it's doing a hard they, reset, I don't but they're think, still trying to make money. Dude, yeah, actually, they don't have a good plan. soft reset. The way yeah. that it's so all over the place, I don't think they have a plan at all, right? Which is where they failed initially. I mean, the thing is, if they're... Like they don't need a plan if they're gonna keep doing movies like this, like these, uh, like the whole black, yeah, the black Superman movie. If there actually is happening, that's gonna be a standalone movie. Yeah, and if so, it's like, all standalones, then, then you know it might fine. work. It might work, but if they're trying to make that a cinematic universe, uh, the DC extended universe yeah. back again, it's not gonna work for them, right? And not, I, like yeah, they're gonna need to do a soft reset, <laughs> soft reset for sure. Yeah, I was gonna also bring up. You were talking about how this is one of the better DC movies, right? Uh, I'm not saying much though. Yeah, no, <laughs> well, but, like, but here's the thing. Here's the thing. I remember when the movie was before the release came out, right? Mm-hmm. I remember Margot Robbie going on like you know like interviews and online and like you mm-hmm. know off social media and stuff like that, and saying this is the best comic book movie ever. I don't know, right? <laughs> I agree with that. It's 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 not the Joker best, was right? better than Suicide. This Club. is the best superhero yeah. movie ever that paid me. <laughs> this is the this. so basically what I think is this is the. It was one of the better ones on From DC. the DCEU. It's not the best DC movie at all either because we still have the Dark Knight Saga, which is... Well, forget, the Dark, Knight, forget the Dark Knight Saga because that was so long ago. Joker was a great, better movie. Oh, yeah. Joker, but oh, yeah. the thing is Joker wasn't really a superhero movie. It was more yeah. like a... It's still it, a comic book Yeah, film. it was a comic book film, yeah, but, but it was like was it was an origin of... Joker, but that person wasn't even Joker. He wasn't the original Joker. He was the one who inspired the, the Joker from Batman. That, that's a stupid that? theory. That's a, that's no, that's a stupid theory. So, no, that's a stupid theory. You didn't, you didn't, bro. That's a stupid theory. We, we've talked about how that's a stupid theory. Before. Yeah, TJ. Would you see stupid. this in kids' book? What kids' book did you read? T'Challa could cut by two. No, he's not Avengers. No, but you know what I'm saying? Like, regardless, the Joker film was really good, but in a different sense. It was a standalone film as well, right? You know what I'm saying? Final thoughts. Um, out of all superhero movies ever, where do you rank this? I don't think it cracks top 10. Yeah, no. definitely, oh, definitely not. Definitely not. If we're thinking all superhero movies, definitely not. Because yeah. there's so a many. slew right, how about of... DC? How about DC only? So, okay, DC movies or the DC the trilogy? EU, the DC, extended... EU. Well, the, the DC including, uh, like, uh, the, old the Dark Knight. Yeah, yeah okay, that okay. goes up. So, if we're including those movies, then it's pretty far down like the a, list. I think it's like if eight we're, or something. If we're, if we're just looking at the DC Extended Universe... I would say it's top maybe five. maybe like yes yeah, maybe top five not nah, probably higher bro Shazam was one of my favorite yeah um, first Wonder Woman was a bad first yeah. Wonder Woman was really I good I watched yeah. the second one I did I refuse to watch it um, no the, the second one wasn't I just, that I just, bad I just, I, it was, it was pretty bad it yeah, was pretty bad I'm not gonna lie but it wasn't like as bad as like um, some of the other movies that they had like um, this is definitely better than the first uh, Suicide Squad. Yeah. Oh, Suicide Squad 2, yeah, yeah. it's definitely the, better. It's basically so replaced Will Smith with David Zabal. It's the same character too, bro. You treat us from a, a kid yeah. as a yeah. mercenary. And, a and the, reason, the reason he's doing it is for his daughter. Right? Bro, that was pretty joke. So, uh, like, so blood, uh, was it Bloodsport? Yeah, Bloodsport. He's like, they're like, uh, his dad was a mercenary. He trained him to kill as from a child. And then talking about Peacemaker, his dad was a soldier. He trained him to kill since he was a child. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he does the same thing I do. Like, that's what I'm talking about, though. They're not afraid to, like, touch upon these, like, 
quirky things about comics. Like yeah, now, yeah. like it made sense back in the day, but now it's like kind of like jokes. this guy's yeah. the same thing, yeah, right? Like, but just like different. Right? Well, he, yeah, yeah. Regardless, I I think in uh, just in general, if we're looking at the whole DC extended universe, it would be one of the better movies because there's a lot of trash movies in yeah. the DCEU, right? Yeah. <laughs> I was gonna say like even Aquaman was a bad movie, right? Like yeah. it started off really good. This is the thing about DC movies; they start off really good, and then just like boom. It's trash, right? Like halfway something through, happens and it just takes a turn. It's, yeah. it's they don't understand the how. They're not sabotaging, bro. Like this movie is too good. <laughs> <laughs> it can't be this good. No, you know what it is when you do a bad job. It's not hard to uh, do another bad job. No, no, no. And then be like, then, and do a decent job. I'm like, this is sick because your standards are so low. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 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 That's, that's what all the podcasts. Really shit episodes, and then we have a good one. I'm like, yo, this is a big game. <laughs> this whole podcast. Okay, I, honestly, I want to wrap up the uh, whole yeah. Suicide Squad. I don't talk about no more stuff. It's just like, uh, it was a good movie. It was, good job, DC. It was <laughs> good. It was great seeing Patrick Starr on screen. Like, yeah. yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It was jokes when the other star people started yelling at you. No, I think the funniest part was when the detachable kid got the and he's just on the ground like... <laughs> That's what I'm saying. This movie was really funny as a standalone film. But yeah. if you want to care about the DC Extended Universe... It does not trash. exist. Yeah, yeah. It, it yeah. also does not exist in this movie. Yeah, yeah. I think that that's what we should wrap it up in, Pull right? Up, man. Imagine he's your mother. You know what I'm saying? This is all James Gunn. I'm yeah. telling you, this is all James Gunn. He's, he's a, not afraid to embrace the weird parts, bro. Yeah, James Gunn is a... Like, we've seen it from the Guardians of the Galaxy movies. He's really able to make these comic book movies funny, right? And he's yeah. able to make you fall in love with the CGI characters. Nom, nom. We're trying to, we're trying to repeat of what yeah, we're saying. But yeah, that's, that's, I think that's all we have yeah. for uh, the Suicide Squad. I think that's all it deserves. Yeah. <laughs> and I think we should really move on. Uh, I want to talk about a little bit of music. So, um, Only a you, little bit, right? Yeah, just, just a little bit. One thing, which is we seen Ken- yeah we seen Kendrick Lamar this post yesterday. something yeah. on his story. He made a Instagram post as he made well. A post. He, he, made he put a post. on his story. Punch it's, made a post. Yeah. Basically, he said this is gonna be his last project with TDE. Um, and then after that, I, like he didn't say what he's doing, but there was rumors last year that he was gonna leave. And uh, he like PJ Lang. PJ Lang with the uh, baby Keem, his cousin. Yep. They're gonna have their own. Uh, so there's two sides. Label. There's two sides to this. One is. This is his last album yeah. with TDE. Yes. Does that mean he's it's gonna stop uh, putting retirement. music with TDE and then start putting music under PJ Lang, or does it mean that he's completely done with music now? This is the last album that he's gonna I put think out. He is. And then now he's, TDE album. Yeah. yeah. So now is it gonna be that he's done with music and he's just gonna look at that what uh, executive producer rule, which he did on the Black Panther album and he yeah. did with the Schoolboy Q's album well, even when and he does, uh, like, J Rock's album? Yeah. Like he he. The last yeah, couple yeah, TD, yeah. big TD like, artists that dropped, he had a lot of executive production. Produced, yeah. on, right? I, I think I think we've had this conversation before. It's like, how many hits does Kendrick have left? Too? Oh, bro. I think, like, if you... No, if you really no, no, no. Like, he, he probably still has a lot more to give, he's, right? He's but one I feel of the like smartest he's, artists. Yeah, yeah. He's but he's also transitioning artists. into this bigger role as yeah. an executive producer, as you're saying. That's what I'm yeah. saying. Yeah. He, right? So it's he like, this evolution's actually happening. So it's just like, maybe you want to lay off music. Next thing you know, it's like a logic thing. Yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna no, I don't, think, I don't think even though like that was pretty much a Kendrick yeah, Lamar yeah. It was album. A TDE album <laughs> it was a TDE album, but like and then on the Black Panther album, he was still able to come in and uh, 
do his role while still being as minimalistic yeah in mi- minimalistically involved you know what i'm saying right but he wanted to be in that and put his two cents into the album and it was a banger right you yeah. he, it's not that he's done making hits he can make hits if he wants to yeah. i think he's more of like because he, he's the smartest one of the smartest rappers he knows when to bring himself to a close yeah and he he doesn't want to Ride such a you way also, that like yeah. it gets people are just like this is safe. So, so that's what well, that's that's high, like I don't think he's ever made a pro, like none of his projects been released for just the sake of releasing music. Yes, Everything's had exactly. like this purpose. It's a purpose, it. right? That's what I'm saying. The the way that I, I want to compare him to Drake because Drake is he's Please the don't. same caliber. You know what I'm saying, right? Drake is that same caliber. Drake right now though I think is uh, like he yeah he has hits on his albums, but his albums don't hold that same weight that they used to, right? Like. Nothing was the same. It's still on the charts, right? You know what I'm saying? Nothing was the same after. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's still on the charts. And like his newer albums, they don't have that same amount of uh, resonance with fans, right? But the thing is, Kendrick doesn't care about that. He's just putting out the music that he wants to put out, right? That's fair. That's right. And he he understands that like at this point, he doesn't need to... He makes music that he thinks is important. Yeah, at this point, he doesn't need to put more stuff out. And this last album that we're going to get is probably just... Taking the rest of his ideas yeah, and just kid, putting it onto part two. <laughs> <In> the <laughs> electric boogaloo. <laughs> it's taking all the rest of the ideas that he has in his brain, just putting it onto the canvas one last time, yeah. and then saying, "Um, this is my TDE last Archie, album. Yeah. Take it, consume it, yeah. do what you want with it." This has been very, very, uh, at least from what we can tell so far, up. Like amicable separation, yeah. Yeah. like they're both uh, like, oh, uh, like what it Punch said was like, this is not like a. Sad moment. This is the next album is a victory lap. Was the exact term. Yeah, victory yeah, lap. This yeah. is a celebration of our time together. Mm-hmm. The, the only thing that I'm really sad about is uh, I'm sad all the time. But <laughs> I'm really sad about is that this means there's no black hippie album coming. But so I'm hoping we at least get like one black hippie track where they just go. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah like back in the old days when they did. Uh, yeah. Um, the fans deserve it. <laughs> Fuck you, Kendrick. <laughs> <laughs> I love you. I hate you. You better not. If there is no black hippie fucking track on this album. Yeah. When's the, when's the last time that they zero did a black out. hippie uh, track? I'm pretty sure it was on J Rock's J Rock's Nine Double O Five Vice City, right? Yeah. Vice sure. City was the last one that I can remember. I'm pretty sure that was the last one. Oh no, they did a remix of um, Schoolboy Q's um, that, part. that part. But that wasn't. Yeah, you're right. They did. Yeah. They did. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. Be satisfied, bro. Come on. Here's here's what I'm saying. Here's what I'm saying is um. You can't do This is this is. I think no one likes to ad lib. Hold up, <laughs> <laughs> um, but hear hear me out with that. Like I feel like it's, I think it's the smartest artists who are like, they they leave on their own terms. Yeah, right. Because like, oh, it's not fun anymore for me. This is what I wanted to do. I, I achieved everything. I don't think it's about the fun for him. It's yeah. not like it, he stopped having fun with music. Yeah, it was more that he realized that he's done telling his story and he wants to help other, other people artists tell, tell their, their stories, stories. Right, or which is why he brought also, his. He brought his cousin on, Baby Keem, and he he helped bring Baby Keem yeah. from... Like, if Baby Keem tried to do it on his own, he wouldn't have blown yeah, as much as if he had Kendrick's help. The to, they, does, does he produce Baby... Or does he executive produce Baby Keem's tracks? He's I swear not, he's been on his own, though. It's a very different style. Baby Keem? Yeah. So, but the thing is, the way that, like, PJ Lang was set up because Kendrick and Baby Keem... You know, they were the first, they were the only two artists, artists on it so. at the beginning, right? I'm pretty sure, right? But yeah, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's, 
it's not that like oh he's he's helping baby keem baby keem wouldn't have made it without yeah. him right it, baby keem's a really good artist but what i'm saying is he gets is more notoriety because of yes kendrick kendrick helped him overcome that whole um initial phase yeah the the, the get your name out. no not the whole get your name out it's the bad music part you know you have to have a lot of oh, bad yeah. music to start with not necessarily saying it's bad but like <laughs> not, not saying that not saying that when you start up you have bad music i'm just saying like you know you have to like understand how yeah, to record tracks, yeah. how to the learning process yeah the learning process that's what it is i'm sorry the, the Words, bad, yeah, yeah my my verbiage was incorrect it's a, coffee? yeah I'm, I'm done i'm done with coffee. Yeah. but yeah it's it's the learning process he helped him get past the learning process with just yeah. educating him really quickly like yo this but is this d- this is this and this is how you want to perfect your sound but, but, yeah. but there's there a second part to that scenario it's like kendrick might just be leaving tde and doing something on yeah uh, like yeah. you guys are saying like this might be his final project ever it like, might not be but right. i'm thinking like the way i understood it was that i'm just, like i'm gonna have more control over my like decisions basically yeah. like Bro, but if you think about it even at TD, it's not like he had like a restriction on his ideas. Yeah, but he was very no, no, no. It's not about ideas, man. It's about owning your own business and it's like bringing yeah. on people and just, like, in and your own how, you, how you want to conduct things. Right? Yeah, but like you know what I'm saying. And also like 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 we see. I'm not for Kendrick, but we see from other artists on TD complaining about like oh I'm release it now and like like. Uh, I think Apple's like bottom bottle leak my album and then punch like I wish the N word would leak his album or something like that. <laughs> 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 He's like, well, watch it or something like that. So it's I not like everything's like. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I I never thought of TD to be more of like, you like know, a sweatshop. Sweatshop. A thumb on your work type. Yeah. I never thought of TD to be like that. I don't think it's like that, right? I think it's more of like the way that punch works is like he. He has that big, like, because Punch is a very behind the scenes type of guy. Yeah. He's not like. He started rapping now, though. Yeah, but he's not like the type of, like, you know, like Kanye with good music or Jay Z with. Or he's uh, not like Puffy with Biggie where he's dancing but, the music yeah, videos. Yeah, you know shit. what I'm saying? It's not. <laughs> it, punch, that, punch isn't like that, right? Yeah. It's more so of, like, he wants to assure that the work that they put out is good. Quality, yeah, right? it's and quality. Authority. Right? Wait, but at the end of the day, like, it might just be like, yeah, hey, it's control. time to depart. Yeah, depart- it's time for a change. Uh, I can be my own boss at this point, and it's, like not, it's not like they're leaving on bad terms. So we could still see some like uh, black hippie, like like schoolboy collab. This guy's very, very, very stuck on the that. The thing eh? is, I don't think we're getting a black hippie song because they. I want one. If I'm being honest, I don't think we're gonna get one because I swear they said like like they're they're bored of rapping with each other. This was like a couple of years ago. This was around uh, nine double five nine. Is that a tear in your eye? No, it's too. This guy about to cry. No, but you, you know, even for each black member. <laughs> even, even regardless, I don't think that they're like they're bored. I think that they just because they tease no, it so no, much. That's what he said legit. No, Schoolboys like say, we're bored of rapping with each other. No, I think because when you think about it, Absol was teasing so much. Like yo, black hippie got a lot of stuff on the way and stuff like that right you remember this yeah I, I, this is like Absolute a couple okay, a couple <laughs> years ago but he was teasing it a lot like your black hippie, black hippie right but yeah i, I think uh, even if they don't work together anymore I, I think it's fine because we got like sick music out of them. a yeah, good yeah. good amount yeah. and even if it was like two artists together on a track it's, it's still, still yeah it still had that vibe so, so, uh, like the way that j-rock and uh, kendrick went back and forth King, on yeah. 
on uh, the Wild Freestyle, yeah. right? I'm, yeah. cool. I'm just you saying. I'm just saying this upcoming album, the album of the year. <laughs> Already <laughs> album of yeah, the year. Album right. this year. Yeah. Album, album of this, this year, year, next year, and then the year, year after, after that, that right? right? The review comes up before the album. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, ten out of ten. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I, I, yeah, I see what you're saying. Where you don't think that it's the end of his uh, journey as an artist, but I really do think that it's the start of a different journey. He's he's matured yeah. to the point yeah. where now he's going to be taking that bigger role, yeah. right? And if he does hop, because apparently he's hopping on tracks with Baby Kane now. Is and he? Apparently. I, I don't yeah, know I yeah. exactly. We'll, we'll the, see what happens. Right? But we'll see what happens. That's how we end up every segment. We'll see yeah. what happens. Donda, we'll see what happens. Yeah, don't worry about that. That's not happening. Because <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll do on the last... Uh, podcast episode <laughs> ever ever once done I'm <laughs> no i'm joking but uh yeah i think that's like we don't know what the rest of his journey is but i personally i think that he's gonna he's take that bigger stuff. role yeah he's just gonna take that he'll, bigger role yeah he's he's done with putting out his own albums he'll still work on albums and songs and stuff like that but it's more so with other artists and nurturing them yeah. helping them grow right yeah that's what i think right but yeah, yeah, that's, that's about- We'll see what happens. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but I think uh, right now, let's get into the track of the week, right? right? So, a couple of good tracks of the week this week. Um, (laughs) A couple of good tracks of the week, our own music. (laughs) Yeah, the ones that, the the songs that we pick, we think they're really good, right? Nah, but yeah, this is track of the week. so. So, my track of the week was Midnight Mob by Nasid. Or is that, Nasib yeah. and Jagga. Jagga. Like, um, you don't listen to Punjabi music. I, I don't really listen to Punjabi music. This one really caught my ear because, like, because Punjabi, Punjabi music. No, I, I don't know. Punjabi music with like drill beats. It sounds really good together. And yeah. I think this is the, what I was gonna say is this is this is one of the first times. We're not one of the f- first. It, it's it, we're seeing a shift in Punjabi rap. Tomorrow, where yeah. now they're, they're introducing drill beats. drill beats. I've seen a couple of artists. I've, yeah, drill I've beats seen a couple right of artists, but this one's but probably this the best one I've seen yeah, so this far. Is, this is really showing us that yo, they There's got something. And if the whole industry, some. like even if it's just Nasib doing this, mm-hmm. I'm excited for more music like this, bro. Like, yeah. like I've listened to those, uh, like driving home the, or just like working out. The like, UK drill beats are crazy with the way that their yeah, their is, voices are. You know what I'm saying? Jugga has a really deep, deep voice. voice. Well, like, he better and, if his yeah. name's like Jugga. And his, <laughs> like, uh, the chorus on this is a banger. Like, it's mad catchy. Just, yeah, yeah, They knock it out of the park. I, I'm just song. saying, can you imagine Jugga sounding, hey! No. <laughs> like, no, I, I like Jugga before too, but like, I don't know. This is, uh... This work is this, really... Yeah. I think do we need him more? and the Seab together are a really good combo. Yeah, yeah, they, yeah, both yeah. Have, they both have really similar type of... Uh, aggressive styles. Aggressive voices, yeah, you know what I'm yeah. saying, right? And uh, I think the reason why they didn't really work on a lot of Punjabi songs before is because Punjabi singers are trying to be more melodic, but these guys are more aggressive. No, like, like, they're, yeah. they're more attack mode, right? I'm hoping this is like a indication of where the industry's heading. Yeah. Or more drill beats and shit. I think yeah. like that would really help no, Punjabi music this expand. Is, this is more, we're, when we're talking about this, it's more Punjabi rap, right? Yeah. I don't think we're going to see a lot of drill beats for the Punjabi singer. No, 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 Imagine yeah. Diljeet the song. No, I'm talking about his love. Talking about Kylie Jenner. Like uh, I'm saying something on a drill beat. He got from an album coming out, so who knows? Travis is like the whole thing. Don't want it, don't get it. 
आई मेनू शादी थी दिस ऑल ओवर ड्रम ऑल ओवर द हार्डेस्ट बी यू के पास ऑल ओवर टीम माय पॉइंट माय फाइनल पॉइंट इज लाइक दिस आई होप दिस इज अ मर्डर्स ऑफ अ सब जॉनर yeah i agree with you oh, like that's what it feels like like there's a lot they could do with this <laughs> yeah i agree with you Punjabi drill, no, it really works. Okay, you know when you said Dolji in my head, I kept thinking like Bumi Bhai. <laughs> <laughs> oh god! Nah, yo, I was gonna say, I was gonna say, Brampton Grand. Shout out to Brampton Grand. He put, he made a remix of uh, uh, what's his name? Gurdasman? Gurdasman? Chutti? Was that Gurdasman? <laughs> was it he I, I know think, I think he made a Gurdasman and Monik remix right yeah, yeah, yeah. but he made those remixes of those songs with drill beats underneath and it actually goes hard i'm yeah, not going to lie does, bro. It, it, it matches bro the i'm form. not going to lie it does go hard but i don't see like you know a love song on a drill of course not which like, is a lot of what punjabi music, music is right like, i really hope the subgenre explodes yeah yeah i hope i hope it we get a lot more goes well content together, like yeah, that right for sure but, yeah Um, that's my bonus. I'm just surprised. Right. Disapp- right. disapp- <laughs> you're song for No, your lesser tracks of the week. <laughs> oh, how dare you. No, that was a good song. Now let's, let's move to Brumbin and uh, uh, your song of the week this week was Nobody by Nas and the woman yeah. coming out of retirement for Nas of uh, Miss Lauren Hill. Hill. Yeah. yeah. I was going to say so far we've had Nas on every single track of the week. Yeah, Think about yeah. it. Yeah. Like like this game uh Death Row East and that uh, yeah. Nobody Really? No, like, well, he, does, he has so many songs that you just want to listen to constantly. Right? Yeah, but what I was going to say is I'm nobody... I'm going to make sure Nas makes it every week. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> next, next week, we'll, we'll find something else. Uh, bro, chill, chill, chill. This is uh, tampering, bro. This nah. is tampering. I'll, I'll, tell you, I'll tell you next let's, week. Yeah. Let's move Nas on to this song. Of the week. <laughs> let's move on. <laughs> let's move on to this track. I, I'm going to be honest with you. I didn't like this track for Nas. I like Bro, this track. You said this for is your favorite track from the thing. I didn't like this track for Nas though. I like this track because well, of Lauren Hill. Hill. Lauren Hill really made this track stand out for me. Nas, his his two verses that yeah. he had, they were good. I like the second verse a lot. There was a good standout lines in that. There were good standout lines. The but, message was really good. But, but, but thing, regardless, I, I, think, I think Lauren Hill carried. I think. What what you're looking at is the lyricism of it. Nas is talking about his like personal experience yeah. with fame in his two verses. Well, also like and like the social energy. I think everyone can relate to like wanting to like disappear. Like he's talking about yeah, being yeah. like going to like country where you know. Yeah, nobody. like literally start it starts off with like if Chappelle went to Ghana to find his peace. Yeah, right? yeah, 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 yeah. I can just pack up and leave. Yeah, right. Like, but and, there's a balancing act. It's mm-hmm. a balancing act. Yeah. Um, but like my my whole point is like his two verses are about him personally. Lauren Hill is like in general. Just, well, well, Lauren Hill is just like you guys has got woke. I've been woke for yeah. like ages, right? And yeah. that's also That's like, the difference. It's like no, not re- regardless, like, the way that she, Lauren Hill starts the verse, yeah. the way that she had the bars, there was a couple yeah, yeah. heavy. I'm not a bars. parody. Right that line, yeah. right, right at right at the beginning, she was going hard, hard right, yeah. and then she kept that energy throughout the rest of the verse, right? Yeah. Obviously, we didn't get that like like I think most of her punches were right at the beginning, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. And then she just like why would I join them if I can beat them now? Yeah, well she's also like you um uh something the Matrix you guys are talking about. I am like yeah, yeah, I'm like in the Matrix yeah, and you're, you're complaining about my lateness. Yeah, it's like yeah. yo come on bro like you've been late to concerts like Matt. But <laughs> wait, here's the thing here's the thing the no. people who have been to Lauren Hill concerts and are like four or five years four, like two three hours yeah, yeah, yeah. but everyone I've talked to like experienced that they're like it was still fucking worth it. 
Bro, would, okay, would you be more mad if Lauren Hill showed up three hours late or you went to an Abdul concert and he sent one of his clones? Because he usually sent other people. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah. he has the mask and yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. So he would send other people to go in his stead and he wouldn't but go to the shows. If and you, they would just like, rap along the If song. you didn't know though, then would it matter? Yo, <laughs> yo the thing is, when people caught on, they were like wrecked the nah, avenue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They were mad. But here's the thing. Right? But here's the thing. That's beyond the point though. Let's go back to the track. But my point is, it's like the experience is worth it for her lateness is because like. You vibe out at her concerts, right? Lauren like, Hills, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. She's that sick artist. And yeah. this song, it was really... The reason I said this song was the best song on the Nas album is because Lauren Hill carried, carried the that song. Track, yeah. Like, honestly, like, throughout the rest of the album, like, you know, you could say, yo, Nas was really good throughout the rest of the album, you know, yeah. with the yeah, features. Yeah, but there's one track. No, with the features, right? Like, you know, like, oh, he did a really good feature with this person. Yeah, this yeah. person did a really good feature for him. Like, even the Eminem one, Eminem had a good section. Yeah, good section. Yeah, like, right, but it yeah. wasn't, like, like if we wanted to look at it, like, oh, Nas, like, you know, this and that, right? But this was that one song where I was like, yo, this isn't Lauren, a Nas song. This is a Lauren, Lauren Hill, Hill song. song. Yeah, yeah. Nas is featuring on it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I, I, I think, like, I still think the way... I think was about the better song nah. of the album. Nah. You guys just haters. Yeah, you just you hate you, you, you just don't know enough about Lauren Hill, man. Yeah, I, I, don't, I don't know, know you. Yeah, yeah, but... Just, like... As not as not fan, like part of me is like, oh, these guys just like it because it's Lauren Hill. No, but, it, but it's also like, okay, nah, so not, not we've got so much, so long. I think she actually killed it though. Yeah, it, like, if you think about it, bro, like who else was throwing them punches on their feature? Yeah, who, like was it Abel, Abel get doing that? No, no, Wait, no I didn't. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? No, Wait, you know what I'm saying? That no, four. no, 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 no one bodied their uh, feature as hard as Lauren Hill did. Yeah. Even, it's not even like yeah, the body's a feature. It's just like, that's hey, true. we also haven't heard Lauren Hill rap in so long. Well, that's what, that's my point. Is like because you haven't heard her so long, doesn't make it better just because she's been away for so long. But it, it's not even that. It's just like her coming back and is it like her still having it? Like rolling those okay, punches yeah, is what's like, holy shit! This is like is that that she came back yeah. and she still has good. Like I showed you lost ones, right? Like my one of my favorite yeah. best tracks of all time, and it's just like baby. <laughs> it's, like it's, like yeah. it's like the intro to that album. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like literally. But, but here's the thing: is like I felt like that was the kind of vibe. She just went in right yeah. when she started. Right? No, like, it's definitely a good verse. Yeah, uh, definitely. Good I verse. honestly enjoyed it. Lauren Hill was great on it. Yeah. Again, Lauren Hill featuring Nas, nobody. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So now for the worst track of the week, T just. <laughs> All right, I guess <laughs> my track of the week this week was my Veggie Tales. <laughs> it's a Mirage by Casey Veggies. Yeah, it was great. Actually, yeah, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, so, let you no, 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 go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, the, I, like, the this, Mac Miller, the Mac Miller line, like, definitely appreciated that. Um, <laughs> just a, it was a cool vibe. Yeah, so the this, track, bro, yeah, the, yeah, this is one song that I go back to like over and over oh, yeah? after a while, right? It's because I like the whole premise of the song of uh, um, like. He's basically saying how real rap is a mirage in today's society, yeah. right? And he said this in 2016, and it's still been true that, like, you know, like, we haven't seen that. And he's trying to say that he's he's going to bring that back without even saying that he's bringing it back, right? Yeah. He, he just went in with that lyricism and stuff like that and just killed every single part. And then yeah. the, the cherry on top is the fact that this chorus was really, really catchy yeah. at my point, right? From my point of view. The chorus was really good in my point of in view. In our though. point of view. Our point yeah. of view. We're a collective. <laughs> no, we but have one yeah. mind. Yeah. yeah, so he he had a lot of nice bars. The Mac Miller bar, I really like that one as well, is because Casey Veggies was um, a, a 
really close homie to oh, yeah. Mac, right? This is the first right? track I've listened to him, but it's definitely made me excited yeah. to listen to other more music stuff. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, but like he, he was like he was really good friends with Mac as well, right? Which is why, like you know, like that Line to me out. that that like more meaning to you. Yeah, you, feel the you could yeah, it. you could feel that whole yeah. like rest in peace. It really meant rest in peace, right? But yeah. yeah. Uh, but regardless, I think Great just track, yeah. when it comes to lyricism, when it comes to a good chorus, this track has both of them, right? Yeah. And it's the beat on it was really, really good in my opinion. It's more more of a, like a yeah. a chill beat though, but like it's still he has high energy on it, right? Mm-hmm. Even though the beat is still chill, yeah. you could mesh it on either mood that you're in, right? And, and it just depends on how you're listening to it, right? Yeah. And uh, that's why I think it's a good track, and that's why it was like uh, a track that I was listening it's, to a lot this week. Yeah. Is just like it came on in shuffle, and then I was like, oh yeah, bro, this song's wait. You were not listening to stuff as God as intended. God intended. No, I meant shuffle as in you shuffle. Listening to your playlist. And- <laughs> my my whole like this like everything that I've saved. Your whole discography. <laughs> My whole saved album of okay. tracks, right? But yeah, it, it just, like, you know, it really showed me, reminded me of why I love the song. But yeah, that's that was my track of the week. I guess this wraps up the full podcast. We uh, talked about everything that we're going to talk about. So yeah. thank you all and for listening. Stuff we didn't plan on talking about. <laughs> yeah, so thank you all for listening.